Hello everyone. I'm Janvi Gurja and this is Cats, a real life podcast series featuring conversations about transitions between being stuck and being alive in our daily lives. I'm a long-time performance coach who works with both successful and waiting to become successful people through my consulting firm Vital Signs Advisory and Management Works. My role is to help people identify reasons for recurring hiccups and co-create a way forward so that they can lead their lives with a little less regret. In this podcast series, I have conversations with people from all walks of life as I peek into the dynamics of their emotional foreplay and its impact on their relationships and results. Through these conversations, I aim to help them find positive exits from traps of self-sabotage. In today's episode, I will decode a certain state of mind experienced by most of us in the realm of our interactions with our friends, colleagues, siblings and partners. To aid me in this narrative, allow me to introduce a few familiar situations. Situation 1. Maya and Sheila are best friends. When Sheila receives an offer letter from a major tech company to work in San Francisco, USA, she joyously shares the news with Maya. Although Maya appears excited for Sheila on the outside, internally she feels strange and not happy. She couldn't participate in Sheila's happiness truthfully. Situation 2. As Sam enters his office, he notices Neil, his new boss and ex-colleague/peer, talking hurriedly to the travel agent for tickets to the annual leadership retreat and simultaneously editing slides for a heads of the department meeting due before lunch. Neil acknowledges Sam with a warm hug and says that he's super busy multitasking in response to his boss role. On one hand, Sam feels happy for Neil, in fact even inspired by Neil's energy to do so much, while on the other hand, Sam hopes there's an earthquake in the leadership retreat. What do you think was common in both these situations? Well, it is the coexistence of the natural conflict between pride and jealousy over the achievements of our friends, colleagues, siblings and partners on one hand we are happy for them while at the same time we feel a sharp pain of an unexplainable emotion that why wasn't i the recipient of the same success sounds familiar in fact according to social psychologist abraham tesla the fault line of these two emotions pride and jealousy says something very interesting about human nature When one excels at something and especially if it's a person that we love or know dearly we take great pride in their accomplishment because we care about the other person and we bask in their reflected glory but when we are also involved in the same activity as that friend or a sibling or that intimate partner or a colleague and feel bested by that person we simultaneously feel envious and threatened in a way we would not if that star performer was an outsider was a stranger someone we didn't know personally but knew about at a distance to understand this implication of the recurring conflict on our relationships and results i have with me varsha sudhir specialist in organization design and development of workable solutions hello varsha and welcome to the podcast hi janvi really thank you for having me on the podcast today Wonderful that sounds so good. So Varsha tell me something as I was explaining this kind of a dilemma is this something that you've experienced in your life? Um uh, honestly recently a incident happened in the office 
we were supposed to uh, give an anonymous pitch for a culture playbook for our organization vital signs um and uh, since it was anonymous and uh, i was announced as a winner after a few days um i was really happy that i uh, i got an opportunity to opportunity to write the culture playbook but uh, my colleagues and my friends who competed with me mm-hmm. were not really happy or in fact they were a little cold to me in that situation that made me feel a little awkward and aloof from them mm-hmm. um i think so this uh, what you have narrated till now uh, makes me rem- like remind me of this whole situation that i felt in the office i was celebrating the success by myself why was it that you were celebrating it by yourself I feel uh, my colleagues were very cold to me and felt a little uh, an awkward silence it was an awkward silence between all of us we were not able to communicate openly that what was happening it was maybe the jealousy as you mentioned mm-hmm. uh, it could be that that uh, I I got the opportunity to write and they didn't so it was a sense of jealousy maybe they felt I sense so much of pain in what you're saying um varsha i'm i'm sure it wasn't a pleasant um place for you uh, to have experienced what you just did mm-hmm. but tell me varsha uh, do you regret what do you most regret about this experience i regret that we all missed a big learning opportunity there we could have grown a lot together in that whole situation working together on the project as well as understanding where their shortcomings were and how we could have improved as a team but uh, we missed a big opportunity of learning there i feel very mature reflection varsha really very mature thank you thank you varsha for sharing your personal experience with us on this show continuing with what varsha just shared with us as her experience um let me tell you or share with you um that jealousy jealousy is a very very common ongoing feeling and uh, we often feel jealousy simultaneously as we feel pride especially if it is about people who are very close to us or are working in the same circles of familiarity with us such as siblings friends peers colleagues batchmates um you know spouses partners in business it could be anybody that we know we keep in touch with on a regular basis exchange energies exchange thoughts we're bound to go through this simultaneous conflict of feeling proud about their achievements and at the same time feeling jealous so according to a very interesting article titled i'm jealous of my friends successes how do i cope by shasta nelson published in the harvard business review she says there are two different issues here one is how do we respond to our own feelings i'm going to corroborate that with what varsha previously said she said she was very excited about receiving information about her being selected as the winner of that competition but at the same time she also felt abandoned she felt alone and she felt she she couldn't celebrate it with anyone so the first part of it is how do i react and respond to my, my own feelings about it and the second is about how do i respond and react to the feelings of others now for example if i am the winner i need to understand how am i feeling about it and how do i you know uh, spread my joy spread my cheer but if i am not the winner and if my proposal was rejected it's very important for me to understand how am i feeling uh because i'm waitlisted or i'm rejected or i'm you know not been considered uh, better than the others how am i responding to my friends or my colleagues successes this is very important 
because there is a very very deep pain over here of feeling left out and this emotional pain is termed as jealousy which means that i feel i'm brilliant i feel i'm good enough but i don't feel the others acknowledge me as good enough but they acknowledge somebody else in my inner circle as better than me and hence i tend to feel repulsed by the other person and very sharply pained by the other person's successes this prevents me naturally from having a positive relationship with the other person and it also stifles my own productivity to do better next time the distress the distress that i just shared with you and what most other people feel is universal that others get what i want hey listeners keep thinking about it while i just come back after a short break welcome back i'm janvi gurja and this is cats a real life podcast series featuring conversations about transitions between being stuck and being alive in our daily lives the topic for today's conversation is the ongoing conflict between pride and jealousy as experienced by most of us especially so if the achievements are about our friends our family our spouses our colleagues our partners because they are so close to us and we wish we were as successful or better than them for a long time this conflict was discussed and debated more so in the context of workplaces and professional domains however research indicates that this does not limit itself only to our workplaces in fact to understand this even more i have with me aishwarya anand the senior management professional on call to share her experience of this dilemma and conflict between pride and jealousy over the achievements of our friends relatives siblings partners and peers most welcome aishwarya i'm so glad you're here do you have a story that you'd like our listeners to sh- hear yeah i do uh, between me and my sister uh huh siblings okay what is your story so while growing up i guess uh, often people would compare us when we go for functions or parties they would say your sister knows better telugu than you uh huh okay or she's leaner than you why can't you be like her so i guess the comparison is a very it's very negative and it makes mm-hmm. you like it made me feel kind of uh, bad or low okay okay and how did you react to your sister i'm i'm curious to know that how did you respond or react to her every time someone said that because um your story i don't think is in isolation as you were telling me your story i just went running back down memory lane and i could recall so many such micro incidents in my life and i'm sure many of our listeners can also relate with you at this front you know comparisons body shaming skill proficiency um you know winning medals in school becomes a common point school academic achievements becomes and who's leaner who's taller who's smarter all of these become uh, very strong points of comparison by third parties or by people who you know our friends or relatives in the family right i mean so how did this impact your relationship with your sister so i guess i didn't re- respond to her with this aspect but i would think of ways that i could be better mm-hmm. or um how could i get more marks probably in school mm-hmm. things like that like probably create a sense of competition well listeners do you know uh, body shaming academic achievements um you know features attributes skills these become common points of comparison at home uh, by immediate family by extended family by neighbors by friends because these are very visible and usually tends to draw a wedge between siblings i'm sure 
the story that Aishwarya narrated is not unique in this world and it's not something that many of us may not have experienced. But let's get back to Aishwarya and ask her, Aishwarya, did this, um, you know, crack or um, bring a wedge between you and your sister? No, I always kept it uh, separate and kind of uh, looked at it internally and never showed it out to her. Never showed it out to, to her. her? But it was in, like it was internal. What happened internally? So um, every time she came back to you, while you managed not to be hostile towards her and, and be the good loving sister, what was it that you were feeling inside and how did you cope with it? Uh, so as an adult, if people came to me and were comparing me and my sister, I would often like walk away from it or avoid the situation. Or if it really triggers me, sometimes even like tell them like, what are you doing? So even now you're saying this happens and when this happens, you either walk away or you just, you know, um, confront them directly. Right. But that, but you've never had the chance to discuss this with your sister or talk to her about it. Have you? Uh, I can do it, but then I choose not to. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much, Aishwarya. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Like I mentioned earlier, the ongoing conflict between pride and jealousy is not something that limits itself only to home or to the workplace or to people who are successful and to people who are unsuccessful. No, I mean, I don't think it differentiates or discriminates at any point in time. It's, it's very human and it's very alive. And this takes me back uh, to recall an article written by Tanya Menon and Leigh Thompson in the Harvard Business Review titled Envy at Work. And in this article, they have quoted an anecdotal evidence wherein the legendary Paul McCartney from the Beatles has confessed saying that every time his band member, John Lennon, wrote a song and brought it in for recording. Even though the song was brilliant, Paul felt stiff about it and Paul kind of held back. And the same thing happened that every time Paul wrote a song and brought it for recording, John would react in the same way. Which goes on to say that this toss-up between pride and jealousy doesn't spare even the best of the best. According to a study conducted by Forbes, almost 70% of most change management initiatives fail because they fail to address the ongoing conflict between emotions that often go under the radar. And one such emotional conflict is between pride and jealousy over other people's achievements. In most projects, peers work very closely with each other, often competing not just for resources, but also competing for accolades, for progress, for awards and recognition. And when change management frameworks don't acknowledge this kind of competition, first it's subtle, then it gets a little active, and then it gets aggressive and goes on to becoming hostile. They don't acknowledge this and continue to compel people to follow dashboards, to follow matrices, to follow training programs, and to follow um, management gurus. It becomes very, very difficult for these individuals to do so because they're moving further and further away from being productive and from trusting each other. Well, what can be done about it? Is there no recourse to this kind of ongoing conflict of emotions? I'm sure there are many coping mechanisms as well as strategic frameworks available to support people. But I'd like to share what I do. In my own personal space, I have realized that being self-aware and acknowledging the feeling at that moment is important. So when I feel jealous, I stop and I acknowledge and I stay in the moment of jealousy, 
but I just hold myself back from doing anything, including sending a message or writing an email or calling up and speaking to the person. When I'm more neutral, I actually muster the courage and go up and talk to this friend or talk to the sibling and congratulate them over their achievements. And believe you me, I mean it now wholeheartedly. I come back a little later and review the work that I have done to identify where the gaps have been. Now, this is a very, very difficult phase because it takes a lot to overcome the emotional obstacle, to overcome the temptation of justifying, fault-finding and blaming why the other person was better than me. And finally, I look for points of inspiration. I choose willfully to stay inspired by others' achievements and I look at them as a benchmark for me to improve myself. Well, listeners, I acknowledge that adapting to new patterns or being honest with ourselves can be both complex and tough. But trust me, it's not impossible. While limiting behavioral patterns predispose us to hit bumps and cul-de-sacs time and time again, there's always a way out. Therefore, through my podcast series, Cats, Conversations About Transitions, I firmly believe that we can discuss, talk, and understand from the narratives of our guests how to address these conflicting emotions that go under the radar but impact the emotional foreplay that we experience every day. I sincerely hope that this podcast series was worth your time and helps you to unravel the impact of your relationships and results in your daily lives and serve as the yin to your yang as you go forward and forge stronger relationships and stronger results in areas that matter to you. That's it, folks, for this episode. If you want to know more about how to navigate through your transitions, look us up on our website, www.vitalscienceconsults.com and on our socials on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. My deepest gratitude to both Varsha and Aishwarya for their courage to be candid and share their personal anecdotes with us. Until next week then, this is Janvi Gurja signing off from CATS, conversations about transitions. Hey folks, be alive, be present, and be in the here and now. Bye-bye. Have a great day ahead.